0: What's up guys? Happy Tuesday. It's episode 249. Welcome back to the show. What's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. Happy Tuesday. Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Why do I always do that? Hi. (laughs) Hope you're doing well. I hope your week's going great so far. Uh, Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I'm here seven days a week. This is my audio diary. If you're new, I get on the microphone every day and I talk it out. Anything that comes to mind, I don't have any other... Nothing's uh, planned. It's all a big, uh, what do you call it? Ver- it's verbal diarrhea. <laughs> I don't want to say it. and I don't want to be gross right now. <laughs> verbal diarrhea anyways. Um, but yeah, hit that subscribe button. I'm here seven days a week. And if you like what you're listening to and you want to support the show further, head over to patreon.com slash TJMS. And that'll give you access to my extra content, and you'll become an official member of the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash TJMS. Go check it out. All right, so let me set the scene for you real quick. It's currently 6.23 p.m. I'm drinking a sparkling water out of a wine glass. Jimmy, my golden retriever puppy, if you're new, has fleas, and he's... (laughs) I gave him medication, but they're still biting him and he's scratching his body apart and it's sad. And I don't want it like makes me emotional to even look at him because I know he's annoyed and he's in pain and he itches. So he's off to my side. I'm looking out the window. My, um, this is great. I got people watching right off the bat today. I've got, I'm going to put them at, they're both at least 80. I got my 80 year old neighbors. Um, well they're parked or they're, they've pulled in the driveway, the husband is he's getting dropped off by the wife right now it looks like she's going to go park now he's walking inside see i'm looking out the window i'm i'm watching my neighbors um this is dog walking hour people are going to be coming by the window all night so that's great i'm looking at sailboats in the ocean i've got i don't know the sun is setting so much later now it's really nice um the days are definitely longer <laughs> <laughs> what else can I do do to set the scene? Sparkling water, podcasting. Um, anyways, I had a great day. I had a full day. Today was one of those get shit done days, like from the time I woke up to the time, well, till now. I'm actually surprised I got everything done before pod, like at, by six, before 6 p.m. So I'm going to walk you through it and then we're going to talk about some interesting Information that I've come across that I'm going to tease. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we're going to talk about it later in the episode. Um, yeah, let's just get into my day. So last night I was... Oh, God, let me take a sip of water first. I feel like I'm going to need it. Uh, Crystal Geyser, sparkling mineral water from Costco, and it's natural... Uh, no, what's the flavor? Mixed berry. It's not my favorite one, but... Anyways, um, okay, so (laughs) let me speed you back, let me rewind back to last night. Last night, I'm laying with Jimmy on the couch, and he's, he does this thing where he sits like a person, and I, I didn't mean to look at his balls, but I got, I got a glimpse, I got a glimpse of them, (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) I noticed something crawling around a little black speck was like in motion on his balls. And I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, okay, I've had him for six months. I've, I've had pets all my life. Like I know they get fleas, but I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this or I didn't, I, it came out of nowhere. And of course, like the first time, the first, uh, life sign of a flea was on his fucking balls. So he's sitting up like a person. And I'm like, oh, my God, I felt so bad for him. And then I put it together that over the last couple of days, he's been scratching a lot. Like, he's been sitting on the floor just, like, hitting his ear a lot. And anyways, um, so I immediately got on Amazon and bought him some, med- some medication. And they actually came already. They came the ne- today. So he's fully ointmented. What's the fuck? Once <laughs> that stuff you put on them? It's like ointment. You put it on their spine. So I hope it, uh, kicks in over the next day so I don't have to feel sorry for him anymore because, I mean, I'm, that's why I'm doing it. I, I, <laughs> no. I don't want to see him uncomfortable. So yeah. And then throughout the night, um, I didn't get good sleep because every time he, this is honestly, this podcast, I've realized if you're a daily listener, a frequent listener, it's like a lot of me talking about my puppy and like the stuff I'm going through with him. So if you're into dogs, if you love dogs, if you're interested in this, uh, journey I'm on, like this might be interesting, but I figure that, I don't know if it is for everyone, but like, don't listen if you, I don't know. Why do I, why do I even have to say that? I just feel like it's same shit, different day. Like I have a puppy, things are happening to him. I'm reporting on it. But anyway, anyways, last night I didn't get the best sleep because he was scratching all night, like every I don't know, like 30 minutes or so. And that noise would be like on the floor where his tail would hit or his, his leg would hit the ground really hard as he's scratching and kind of kept me up. And then, um, I don't know, but I woke up at other than those, the broken sleep. I had a great morning with him. I woke up, um, at five, we, I made a ton of coffee. I played some music, you know, I haven't mentioned this in a while, but, um, so I re- I found one of my speakers like my <laughs> it's a speakers a speakers a speakers a speakers a speaker like okay it's a speaker a portable speaker I found it the other day and I was like you know I want to like start my morning off right I want to play my music and um I want to play my country music and reset my strong American values for the, to start my day off right. And I fucking blasted all that shit. And on my playlist, like, let me, let me tell you the songs. Um, I feel like, who cares? I listen to country music and I, I used to joke or I used to say, um, like, I like to listen to country in the morning because to remind myself or to brush up on my, my values, my strong American values. But anyways, it was a feel good morning. I'm drinking my iced coffee. Um, I've worked myself up, so I don't feel anything unless I have six, sh- six shots of espresso. And this is literally at five in the morning. And I don't know, I'm not going to judge myself or second guess myself. I'm just going to be my, I'm just going to do what works for me and live my best life. So I can't believe I just said live my best life. That's the most like, Cringy. One of the most cringy phrases that I feel like millennial people say. Like living my best life. Living my best life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I blasted music, got my coffee going, was like stretching on my yoga mat, and then I took him out for an hour walk. Um, you know, typical like podcast in the podcast in the ear. I was finishing the uh, Chappelle. Rogan episode which is nice and relaxing to like start my day off with I don't know um he's a cool cat he's a very interesting dude um so so yeah and then I went from that like after I finished it I went to Shapiro and that was just like a lot of bitching but honestly like I find out the most it's like quick facts So I listen to, yeah, the Ben Shapiro show sometimes. And I like it because I get all this information in a concise way that's like very, it pops. It just, for whatever reason, I retain it. Like I hear what he's saying and I retain it. And I have a little bit of an idea of what's happening in this country, especially especially with politics. So um, yeah, I was playing that. But anyways, I came back home and here, oh wait, I need to cut to the chase. The big theme of today was my car and getting it started because if you're new or if you haven't listened to the the episode where my power went out um last week there was a huge explosion underground and all the power went out in my neighborhood and I was a jackass and I sat in my car and I was on my phone with the charger in and probably the I don't even know the lights on or whatever so excuse me I drained the battery and I haven't started it for like three days. I haven't even attempted to ask someone for help or like get, I, I didn't even say like, or ask my neighbors like, Hey, can you help me with my car? Can you jump my car? Haven't done any of that. So my mission today was to get that done because I had a ton of errands to run that I've been behind on, including getting Jimmy food. Like I didn't even have food for him. Cause I haven't been able to go to the store because I don't make my, my car hasn't been working yes, he's been fed, but I officially ran out. I ran out yesterday. So anyways, I got back from my walk and called up, Oh my God, mom, skip ahead two minutes. Like, don't listen to this part. I just wasn't, here's the thing. I just wasn't, I want, so it was was early in the morning. I didn't want to knock on people's doors. I didn't want to text my neighbors or anyone. Like, I just didn't want to I didn't want to put myself out there. I was being a little bit shy about it. I just didn't want to go through it. Like, Hey, do you have jumpers? Can you help me? Or can you help me jump my car? Like I didn't want to do it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm calling a you know, roadside assistance. They showed up in a fucking Tesla. (laughs) So anyways, this guy is cool. He shows up. Oh, I don't want to even say how much I paid for it. Mom, again, please, you're not supposed to listen to this part. It was literally 75 fucking dollars and it cost so it cost 75 bucks for him to basically attach like I could I need to buy one of these battery pack things because it took it was instant I turned the key over and it started immediately and he said that my voltage or whatever was like oh it was like way higher than what he's used to when people's cars die like I didn't really need that much uh juice to get it going so he literally drove up in a fucking Tesla, which is a mind fuck. I thought it would be, so I thought this roadside assistance dude would show up in a, one of those like white vans with a decal on the side, like, you know, said something like Tim's towing or whatever the fuck. And, um, it was a Tesla and I was just, so I was so confused. And anyways, so that got done. The car got started. I had to leave it on for 30 minutes. So I figured, okay, I'm going to start my errands. I'm going to start my, I'm going to get shit done today. So, um, oh, while I was waiting for him to show up and jump me, I was on the phone with a place I'm going to leave Jimmy when I, or a place I'm going to board Jimmy when I, um, go on vacay, which is going to be later this month. And my experience was so annoying. Like, first of all, so I'm new to this. Like, I don't know what it's like to board your dog. I've never done it before. Usually if I've ever gone on vacation, we drop off our pets with, or our family, like our, my grandpa would show up and feed our animals. Like that was their task. Like, or we would do that with his animals. Like you got to go, grandpa's on vacation. He's on a cruise. Go, you know, we would go feed his llamas and sheep and whatever. And there was always someone around to like help out with it. And f- for Jimmy, I'm like, okay, I'm not flying him. I've already decided that. So I'm going to board him. And it was such a annoying phone call. Cause it was like, so first I was confused by, Oh, we have to do a meet and greet first. He has to pass a test. Okay. So I was already like, what the fuck? Um, I w my first question was, Hey, are these, do you have these dates available? And they wouldn't answer my question. I'm like, look, I'm going – I'm going to be gone from this date to this date. Are those dates – do you have an availability for my my puppy? Like, do you have a – is there a space for him? And they're like, before we get into to booking, he's going to need to come in. And we're going to need to do a meet and greet. He's going to have to pass the test first, and then we can book him. I'm like, what's this? Like, you're literally just like take I don't know. And then, of course, all the vaccine questions and all the – just – details about him and his health and they had to, f- I had to answer all that shit. And then, um, while I was on the phone call, the mechanic or the roadside assistance guy was calling me and cause he had shown up. So, and I was like, I just need to run out there and take care of this and I'll pause what we're doing here and call you back. Right. And this was like the most elementary school sales person I've ever had a conversation with where it's not that deep, it's not that serious, it's like, look, I'm going to give you a call within the next 30 minutes once I get, once I'm done with my mechanic, and then we're going to pick up right where we left off, okay, she gave me a speech, like, um, I said, oh, I'm, you know, I apologize, I've got to, uh, or I said, I apologize, my mechanic's here to fix my car, Um, can we pause what we're doing, I'll give you a call back, something like that, and she goes, well, she goes, like the most salesy voice ever. She goes, I can't guarantee that we'll be able to book him at the dates you want if we don't do it right now. (laughs) First of all, like I can't guarantee there's no guarantees that this is going to be a possibility. if, If you call me back in 30 minutes, that this, this might not be available in the next, like bullshit. Like it's not that, like it's not but she made, she was doing the whole, like, you got to buy right now thing. And then she was asking me questions like, oh, so um, before that part, she was also, the another thing that was annoying was like, okay, so do you want one hour of playtime every day or 30 minutes of playtime for an extra fee of this much, an hour of this much playtime or an hour of <laughs> playtime for this much or six hours for this? It was just like. It was too, it was too much. So anyways, that was my morning. I got my t- car f- started and I, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to go back to this place. Cause I just, or I'm, you know what? I might, I just, I feel like I'm giving her a hard time or she, it was just annoying. I'm like, I just want to book this date. I can bring him in anytime for you guys to meet him, But like, why is it such a process to have your dog stay overnight somewhere? I guess it makes sense. I get it from their standpoint. Like I get why they need to put you, put the dog through a fucking test like what's he gonna do run a course like that's what i imagine he shows up and he's going through like the tunnels and he's jumping over uh those little like dog what are those like in um like horse jumping those little fences he has to he has to go through the course at a a certain time or within a certain time for him to pass the test jesus i might just drop him off my neighbors and because they offer they offered um okay so then I got my car and I had to go to CVS real quick and then I went to Costco cuz I've I've been so stripped of groceries and I um and that's where I get my dog food so oh he's so passed out now from the walk oh honey he, when he's there's a difference when he naps when I okay maybe it's because I know we just walked for a long time but like sometimes he takes a nap and it's like okay he's just taking a nap and then sometimes he takes a nap and it's like he is out for like nothing I do is gonna wake him up he's so he's in a deep sleep right now I can totally tell it's so cute so anyways I um yeah CVS Costco I picked up a bunch of food for the week that I I think I told you guys I forget what day it was maybe last week even I think I built a grocery list last week with you guys on the show. Yeah. I finally bought those groceries today. <laughs> and, um, I, I don't know if you're curious, but there were so many new things at Costco and I was trying my best to just focus on what I needed to buy. But like the extra stuff I didn't need was I got some, I got like a cheese board. <laughs> it's great. It was a great. buy. It was a great. buy. That's what I, every time I'm at Costco, I'm like, it's just in you can't resist some of these buys, some of these prices. I'm like, wait a minute. I get like 10 different cheeses for $11 in a little cheese board package thing. Like I'm doing it. I need a variety in my diet. I need more options. I'm so sick of being like, I've I've been eating the same food forever. And I'm, I'm trying, my new thing is like, I want to get inspired by cooking again and trying to cook more. And, uh, Like, more variety is what I mean. So, yeah, I think that was, like, the only random thing I got. But, oh, I'm obsessed. So, my favorite things at Costco are uh, the bitchin' sauce that is a dip. It's, like, an almond dip. Um, You can dip anything in it. Like, I I use it for, like, my uh, baby carrots when I want to snack and shit. Or you can use chips. Um, I love the bitchin' sauce. And then the kimchi there is really good the pesto there is really good there's things that Costco carries that I I I've literally only gone to Costco so my mom visited me a few months ago and hooked me up with a she like has an account she can add a member and so I'm that I'm that member and she she hooked me up with a card and then card and then since then I've gone this is only my like second or third time but (laughs) I'm already established I've already established um or there's already items that are, like I'm my go-to's, whatever. So, yeah. What else is like a staple there? I don't know. Oh, the liquid IV packet things because they come in a huge bag and it's a good buy, of course. Um. So yeah, Costco happened. I want to think if I have any. Do I have any stories that, that happened at Costco? It was old person hour. I mean, it's Tuesday, right when Costco opens. Like no. Usually I go to Costco to be seen and <laughs> to browse. And I saw, yeah, so there was a Chevy in the parking lot that looked really nice. Like, I, it was all black, black on black on black on black, everything. And I was like, There's, that's a hot a hot man drives that. And so I was, you know, looking around, browsing the aisles with all the old people. And no one was really standing out. So I didn't really, like, you know, like, there wasn't a lot of, uh, eye candy there today but the parking lot got me excited it really did I was I was anticipating um a better eye sex experience because that's all we do now in public is eye sex because of fucking masks and I'm so annoyed I'm like why are we why are we doing this still like I just I do it I it's like a default setting on my body I just naturally like throw it on my face and anyways um I'm actually gonna read something about let me read the headline before i this is the teaser before i keep going um people here we go oh shit this is a vice article people aren't addicted to wearing masks they're traumatized and there's a thing like why there's a glaring omission from the discussion about why some can't quit pandemic behaviors, the mental and emotional toll of last year. So I'm going to read about that. Cause I think it might be interesting, but um, yeah, I just like throw it on, but, and I don't think twice, like you just, it's like a, yeah, like an autopilot thing you do now. And it's so fucking stupid. Um, you know, I think I said like a month ago, I'm going to be a Guinea pig and test out not wearing the mask in public and just like, Come with stories to the show every day of like the people that bitched me out or were like not even phased by it, and I still haven't done that. I I've, I've been wearing the mask still, and I know I don't know. So yeah, nothing much happened at Costco. I, I got in, got out, um, headed home. Did I do anything else, errand wise I really needed to get I needed to get laundry done, and that is not happening because that would be an entire like two hour there and back drive and <laughs> oh the laundromat the laundromat stories I could tell I mean I like to get out of the city and so yeah I like to go to a particular laundromat in a particular location to do my laundry and it's like a fun, I, I love doing it on um, the weekends. It's just like, get, cause then I go out of the city and I do my laundry. And while I do my laundry, I like drive around and go to my favorite little shops and shit and uh, go to the beach and it's great. So that didn't happen today. I'm like, what, where's my planner? I need to like look at, or is this boring? I feel like, okay, car got started. Jimmy's hotel did not get booked, but I got a head start. So that there's like a tab open to remind me tomorrow that I need to actually get that done. Do you guys ever do that? Like I leave tabs open to remind me the next day to do that task. Like if I don't finish it, I have a piece of evidence or something in front of me to refer to. Anyways, so, but yeah, I guess like the big, oh my gosh, I cooked all day. What the hell? Like not even mentioning I cooked all day. Yeah. Let's start with, um, I did – I roasted broccoli, and I baked chicken. And then I did – I made penne pasta with um, that – not marinara, that – what's it called? Pesto. And I put that in the fridge so I can have, like, a chicken pesto salad anytime I want, like pasta, chicken, whatever salad. And then I made – taco meat and I froze a bunch of it. And then I made, oh, like a nice meat sauce. Cause I, I got these new noodles. I don't know what shape they are. I need to look up. I love, I'm like a noodle shape. Um, I'm like particular about noodle shapes. You know what I mean? Like I like what I, I like certain noodle shapes. <laughs> what are they called? They're like the twisty ones. Um, I'm like pulling them out of my drawer. They're not called macaroni. These are like twisty. Does it say on the package? Let me look at the other ones. I got a Penny package to compare it to. Gem. And gem. Gemelli? Gemelli? I got Gemelli. I don't know if this is right. And Cass. Caceresi, Caceresi, I don't fucking know. I used to work at an Italian restaurant. I should be able to know all this shit, but I don't. Um, So yeah, I made like a meat sauce to go with those noodles. And yeah, I cooked a bunch because I've been so behind with groceries and everything. So it's kind of like done now and I have a lot of um, stuff frozen and ready to take out whenever. So anyways, that was kind of my day. What else do I do? Like work stuff in the afternoon and I walked Jimmy. Why does it feel like I did more? Th- you know what? It it was probably because I drove my car and I like went somewhere and did errands that it made me feel like I was super productive today. So some days are like that though. It was kind of a hustle. Like Costco's a big place. You have to like co- go to every corner of the store and I don't know, it's like a, and then I park in the very back of the parking lot, so I like to stretch my legs, you know, a little bit more than parking in the front. And it's like I push my car, I'm pushing my car all the way out there and lock. And I don't know. So yeah, it was like a, it was a good day. Should I just? Oh, excuse me. I'm kind of like bored right now. Like I don't know what what to talk about. Let's read this. Um. People aren't addicted to wearing masks. They're traumatized. I sa- I saw this on um yeah what is this vice so I just want to read I haven't I purposely didn't read it because I wanted to read it first time uh for the first time on the show here so I'm gonna drink more water <sighs> dude I'm like a hundred episodes away from one year straight and I've been having a lot of thoughts lately about the show and I'm like I think it would be good for me to scale it back and not do seven days a week. And I think it would be better for uh, you guys, I guess, if it was like maybe a twice a week thing. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to talk. I don't know. Cause I love doing it every day. It's part of my routine, and I never get bored of talking. I can talk about anything like forever. I never run out of shit to talk, shit to talk about, but, um, I don't know. I think as we approach the one year, I'm going to have to really make some, I don't know, some decisions because it's like, I'm breaking a streak and that's, what's kind of a weird or not weird. It's like a, once I do it, I'm like, Oh, I could have kept going. I could have never broken the streak and I could have done it. like, two years in a row, you know? So whatever. I don't know. That's not the point of this. It's it, that the whole point of me doing it every day is to, um, fix my bad habits with around goal setting and, um, yeah, never miss a day and never, I can't avoid this. I have to get it done. I have to, I have to, uh, post an episode every day and that's helping me with all my other goals in my life right now. Cause yeah, I'm just taking it one day at a time and producing something creating something and putting it out there even though like honestly I I don't think I ever finish an episode and go that was amazing oh my god that was so good like I never do and you know that's kind of the whole point I I need to like let go of that and just release the self-doubt and (laughs) self-critiquing and the criticism the perfection out into the air and just say fuck it I don't it is what it is. This is the sh- this is the show, and it's unnatural to be super edited. And I think, you know, I, was, I heard uh, – I won't say the names or whatever. It doesn't matter. But I've – so, like, some people has highly ed- – like, they super edit their shows. They use, like, sound effects, and, which is awesome. It's cool. It's, like, a way of doing it. But I feel like – when it comes to podcasting like I think it's oh and so sorry let me say what I meant I meant to say in the beginning someone complimented someone else's podcasting skills and said that they are good really good at podcasting because of how much time and effort they put into like editing the show and like cutting it up and making it like perfect every week and I guess that's one way of looking at it, but in my eyes, it's like, I think it's more of a skill to be able to make it, make a great episode in one take and carry a conversation without editing it and making, and, and that being interesting to people where they don't tune out after five minutes because the natural cadence of your voice and the conversation you have, you're having is like it doesn't need editing. It's like, it's because, and honestly, the, the reason I say that, I feel like it's the most pot, it, it's like natural. This is, this is how a conversation is. There's not supposed to be, it's not like YouTubers where you cut, you do those jump cuts every two seconds to keep people, keep people, keep, keep people's eyes on the screen. Um, with podcasting, all the little pauses, the ums, the, mm, the whatever that's, I, I think that makes it sound, I don't know, normal and like real, like really listen to a conversation. And I don't know, just some, just some thoughts about podcasting. I'm still learning how to do it. Some people say like, I've gotten, um, or I've had conversations with people about the show and they're like, yeah, I could never do what you do. You just talk, you can like talk without stopping for an hour every day or more or whatever, or less. Like, you don't have issues, <laughs> like, you know, you just have shit, to, you can come up with shit to talk about the entire time, and you, there's never a delay, or a, yeah, and I guess, I don't know, it's just, <laughs> a bitch has gone crazy, is this what, is, is this what crazy people do when they talk to themselves, I think so, I think that's what it is, and we don't need to dig deeper into this conversation, <laughs> because I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> it's art, it's art, it's fucking art, end of story. Some people paint, and they use, your, they use their, ha- their hands, and they use, you know, acrylics, and they use a canvas, and they express themselves with their paintbrush. I use my fucking words, and that's it. And that's art, too, I guess. Um, it's entertainment. <laughs> okay, Jesus. People aren't addicted to wearing masks. They're traumatized. <laughs> Here we go. Um I can already tell this is going to be a, a big eye roll <laughs> article, but here we go. Um, around a month ago, Lauren Albanese went to the mall with her uncle and dad. It was the first time since the pandemic began that the 27 year old from Staten Island had been around, had been around people outside her household. So a woman my age, around my age, Hadn't just from reading this, hadn't been around people since March 2020 as of April this year. So my eyes are already rolling to the back of my head like this is insane. Um, and here I okay, here we go. As they entered Albany's froze, all the people around her seemed to move in slow motion. Uh, <laughs> her dad spoke to her, but she couldn't hear his words in quotes, my body completely shut down, triggered by simply being around people, she said. I still feel like I don't have control over myself and how my body reacts after everything that's happened. I literally don't need to read any further. (laughs) You know what I've concluded? This is what I've concluded. There are people that believe all the bullshit believe like they believe the meat what the news says they believe it's so hard it's like and then they're also the people that those same people those same exact people are uh behind all the woke shit and they really believe they're making a difference in the world with that stuff and they really believe that they're doing it for a good cause and that they're when I say believe like they it's like a it's <sighs> In the same way I see shit like this and I roll my eyes and I'm like, oh my God, this isn't, this is ridiculous. Like, that's what I, I'd say that's the, the common theme. When I read these articles, like, uh, especially all the cancel, the cancel culture shit, like the, you know, the Mr. Potato Head type of stuff. Um, the common thing I say, it's all ridiculous to me. But so <laughs> in the same way that my brain analyzes everything is ridiculous these people analyze everything is fucking truth and oh my god like she what did she say she still I still feel like I don't have control over myself and how my body reacts after everything that's happened she's 27 and she's out in public and she said everyone's in slow motion it seemed like everyone was this is sad and I'm I feel bad for her like There's that's what I've some people are like that some people are like me you know they they're not um, influenced to the point of literally shutting down there she said her my body completely shut down let's see if there's any more quotes um there's another story on this article here about an 18 year old Jesus about their trauma going out in public after the pandemic now fucking a There's a glaring omission from this discussion about why people can't quit pandemic behaviors, the mental and emotional toll of the last year. After what many have been through, death, grief, isolation, stress, anxiety, unemployment, trauma, people are going to have some feelings around transitioning back to a less, less cautious way of life. Literally, okay, I get it. You know, we've all been through it in our own way. Everyone's got, everyone's had a different experience with COVID, you know, and I think it's especially, um, or it's been especially rough for people that lost loved ones because of COVID. Like f- they got sick and they died because of COVID. So, um, my heart goes out to those people hundred percent. However, <laughs> while we've all had our, you know, ups and downs, mostly downs throughout all this or whatever, maybe, up, maybe you've had mostly ups, maybe you've been soaring through it all. Um, you can't ignore the data. You can't ignore the death rate. It's, it's a 99.9, what or 90? I don't know what the exact percentages, but 99% survival rate. Okay. So we can all fall asleep on our pills knowing that and go out in public and know that and not be so paranoid and shut down and freeze. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can't we, that's what I don't understand. When these people are traumatized, when they're freaked out by other people, when they're, you know, uh, they get anxious about, being in public now, it's like it's. Be, I feel like it's. They don't. It's. I don't know. Literally, all I need to know is that survival rate, and I'm and I'm chilling. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm not gonna end up in a casket if I breathe someone else someone else's air. Great, thanks. Cool. Let me live my life and uh, act normal now, and like go out in public with in, without fear. Of course, at first it was. It felt like that. It felt like. Like, I remember, I've told this story before, but when I was in the grocery store back in March in 2020, March 2020, I, like, held my breath around people under my mask. Like, I was terrified. Uh, But we all know now that it's... I literally feel like... I feel like I feel so... I don't want to make light of the pandemic and laugh about it but it's like so much of it seemed absolutely asinine and like the fear we were sold was it didn't match the reality of the situation at all and so I'm just like it's it's a looking back it's like okay so that happened we don't need to continue these these we don't need to feel that way anymore like it's Okay, so anyways, I don't really want to keep reading this because I just feel like I said what I said. and um, Or do we want to read about the 18-year-old, the paranoid 18-year-old who's probably healthy, who, <laughs> vice.com, why'd you write this article? I don't get it. So, oh, here's a 35-year-old. I still have fears that my husband will die even though we're vaccinated, she said. <laughs> just because i've read so many stories about people's husbands dying okay um i tend to be anxious and impressionable okay that's where <laughs> that's where well that that's good you're you're aware of that about yourself who what's her name um franny a 35 year old in new york city um this is the one who knows that she's anxious and impressionable but I think a lot of people not just me are going through similar thoughts I guess that's that's uh that's a real thing people uh people's minds spot like spin 100 miles an hour about this about the pandemic and the fears around getting COVID or the possibilities of getting it and dying or losing a loved one like that's real um I don't know, not everyone's cut out like me, where I'm just like, it's, I gotta, I gotta fucking, I'm tough, or I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I don't know if it's like I'm super realistic and, like, rational-minded about shit in this life, but literally, this is how my brain works now. If I see it on the TV, I question the hell out of it, and I mostly don't believe it. If it's coming on if it's on the news, I'm asking questions and I'm not letting my body react emotionally to it and I don't let my mind believe everything I'm seeing. Like I don't accept it as truth. At this point with the media, like we've gone years with the uh, news evolving to where it is now. <laughs> or get like the last I'd say the last decade it's evolved to this point of um fuckery where you don't know what to believe, you don't know where to get the right that's the thing, like back in March the very fact that none of us knew where to find like we we couldn't rely there was no there weren't any reliable places to get information every every time you check the news one place was saying one thing and the other place was saying another thing the CDC was saying one thing and Fauci saying another thing and it's just like we couldn't rely on anyone for correct information or whatever accurate information and um so yeah. Anyways, let's read about the eighteen-year-old. I wanna. I wanna um. Like, do you know what I mean? I just wanna turn on the TV. And it's like, okay, we're in one country. <laughs> Obviously, there's um the news is politicized now, but it's like, can we just have like a general checklist of shit going on in the country and like the straight facts? Just boom, 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 boom. Walter Cronkite days, you know. Read the read the news in the evening, and that's the way it is. End it. Okay, this is what happened today. We're not going to do a little opinion piece after each fucking uh, headline or each each piece of news. We're just going to read it, say what happened, move on. So that way, the people, just the masses, like we just have a general idea of what happened, like the 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 major news that people should know about. Boom, boom, boom. Every everyone, I don't know, so that'd be nice but, okay Um, where's the 18 year old, I thought there was a story about the 18 year old okay, we read about Franny hold on hmm Come on, Jacqueline. I know I saw a section about. I think her name's Anna. Oh no, Sophia Carter, an 18-year-old in Oklahoma, was the oldest of five siblings. Oh shit! Now here's an example. She lost a family member to COVID. Um. She, but her uh, family member had an auto autoimmune disease, limited. Uh, s- Sclerodem derma, I can't say this word, scleroderma. Scleroderma or crest syndrome. So she had pre existing conditions and died of COVID. That's terrible. Um so like here's an example. Like I said earlier, like I understand why this eighteen year old is frightened by being in public and being around people because she literally lost someone to COVID. Um so that's that makes sense like I under like I understand why some people feel that way but I don't know my brain's just like it's all ridiculous <laughs> I don't get it I get it I, I get it. it like literally unless you lost someone or unless someone around you died I don't know that seems that's kind of fucked up to say that because you can just hear about people dying and, and get paranoid and be f- freaked out um let's see um A huge reason that I still wear my mask is to honor and respect Anna. That's um, her sister who died. For many, getting a, their vaccine is a joyous occasion, a defining moment in which they feel safer and begin to change their behaviors. For others, it's the bittersweet remembrance of those who didn't get their chance to be vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, okay, I got to say this. I feel kind of like I'm, again, like I, I knew I was going to have opinions about this <laughs> kind of like go off a little bit, but... I have to acknowledge the fact that a fuck ton of people died from COVID and that's real. It happened. I can't, it's, you can't deny that you can't act like, Oh, it's people that are scared of, uh, you know, being in public. That that's a ridiculous thing now because we know that the survival rate is like 99%. Okay. Because I'm just one person with one perspective on it all. And there's so many other people that, have a different life experience, especially over the last year. Like I said, in the beginning of this whole segment, like we've all had, um, the highs, the lows, the mostly lows, the mostly highs, the combination of everything, you know, and it's, um, I'm just speaking, I'm just speaking, um, out of my ass. I don't even know what I'm saying. This part of the episode, episode, (laughs) um, I don't know what else is on vice. I never really go to this. Um, I never go here for like news stuff or like to look at articles. Did you guys lose someone to COVID? Are you, so like what kind of mindset do you have now over a year later? Like I told you I was sucking, (laughs) I was holding my breath in the grocery stores last March and now I'm breathing like I'm walking past people. I'm talking face to face with people now. I'm like hugging people. I'm like not even masking up. I don't I'm not even concerned at all. And I feel like I'm for the most part, other than when I went to Costco <laughs> and I had to put a mask on, like I am living like in like normal now. So I'm curious and um I'm not vaccinated is that disrespectful (laughs) or is that uh, irresponsible god that's a thing now too it's like it's not a um it's like not cute to it's not it's not like a flex to say that you're not vaccinated or it's not even a like in the i don't like it's not i'm not trying to be like look at me i didn't get a vaccine it's fucking stupid like no i just don't as soon as i heard about a vaccine coming out i didn't go in my head like oh I want I want to get this like oh I'm gonna get it at all like I'm healthy I'm young I don't I just I don't want to get it I don't want to get it and it's my decision but I I I like don't even feel like there's a reason for me to get it It, 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 other than like okay herd immunity it'd, it'd be good for for that and it's more so for other people that you get the vaccine um so you don't get it and spread it, but (laughs) I'm literally like sick right now, kind of, like I'm holding on to a little congestion in my body, (laughs) no fear, a year ago I would have been terrified, and right now I'm just like, you know, I got a little sniffle, a little uh, phlegm in the throat, and whatever, so... Who wrote this article? Shout out, Shayla Love. What did, are there replies on this? Um, hold on, let me look this up to see if what the conversation around this article was because sometimes that's nice to read, see other perspectives. Um, here we go. One, ooh, it's 475 quote tweets. Someone so the top one here or one of the top ones is um what's wrong with continuing to wear masks as a habit? Even in the far future even in the far future makes oh, masks typo should be normalized, especially during the flu season to prevent The spreading of other sicknesses, not just COVID. I agree with that. I think when we look when we look at uh, like China or Japan or like these Asian countries that mask up when people are sick, like I think moving forward we'll probably do that. That'll just be a normal um, practice um, over here now. But let's see. Another reply to this was, "Gee, I wonder why it was so traumatizing. It might have been something to do with every media outlet." doing everything they could to make people terrified to go outside. Exactly. Um, And the replies to that are, yeah, I mean, this is legit. For me, it was my family member. This is, um, I can't say her name. Jamie. Oh, Jamie. For me, it was my family member dying and getting me sick for nine months. The media didn't help, but a lot of us lost people. See, there's, that's it. So... Um, it's easy for a lot of us who got out unscathed or whatever and survived it and we didn't lose any loved ones to it. It's easy for us to say, oh, like, let's just move on. It's over. Like, fuck it. Uh, You know, but for the people that actually lost, yeah, lost um, someone they knew to it, it's, they're a lot more sensitive and we gotta, you know, I, I'm, I got to consider that. I can't just be fully fucking. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 99% survival rate. And I honestly don't even see like I haven't well I also don't look at the news all the time, but I don't I don't see a lot of talk about people getting it where it's, like, super se- severe like it was in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, the, I don't know if the, this, this co- the COVID now is different or if it's, like, less intense or if we can treat it better. And, like, you know, when people say, well, they lose their taste and smell permanently. Like, I don't know if that's still going on. Like, I really have no grasp on what people's experience with COVID is in May now. Like, I should probably... Um, And here's the thing, one of my, something I'm learning about podcasting, because this entire year of doing a show every day, every day is a a giant ass learning experience, and I'm not great, I don't, I'm not a professional podcaster, like, I'm not a professional newscaster, like, I don't, you know what I mean? But something I'm learning is that I don't want to speak on things I don't want to make and I do it a lot and so I catch myself after or I think about it after I'm like oh I don't even know about this and I kind of spoke out of my ass like I don't want to for example what I just said about I wonder what people's like experience with COVID is now a year later like what that looks like and what the numbers are now like I I feel like I should look that up I should find out I should I should be informed before I talk about it I don't want to um yeah, I think I even said that yesterday, yesterday about Israel. I was like, look, I need to do more. I need to do more reading about this. I don't, I can't, t- I can't really speak on this because I don't really understand what's going on. I was trying to figure it out on the show yesterday and I, I yeah, I caught myself saying, I need to go read. I need to look this up. I need to understand it better before I talk about it. And I feel the same about the COVID shit. Cause I'm like reading these little articles and I'm just coming up with, whatever comes to mind or I'm saying whatever comes to mind and I don't know, but let's see what the other replies were here. Um, again, I'm trying to find other perspectives about people being traumatized post pandemic. Um, um, but we're still in it question mark. So many of us haven't been vaccinated once yet. Montreal and Toronto are still under lockdown slash curfews. This is jumping headway too far. What was the reply? I was reading. Oh, yeah, Canada's fucked right now. They're they're um the lockdowns there are like it's as if it's the beginning of it's as if it was March twenty twenty. <laughs> Ugh. Hmm. It's a bit extra. Get over it already. Masks will be the new climate crisis. Discarded filthy face coverings are everywhere. It's disgusting, but it's also going to be rubbish. When this is a British person, when Charlie, shout out Charlie. It's also going to be rubbi- rubbish, which finds its way to our when it which finds its way when it finds its way to our rivers and seas. The amount of discarded face paper is incredible already. Yeah, every time I walk to me, there's like a blue mask on the ground. I should start taking a little Uh, baggy. No, I won't do it. (sighs) I'm not like that with garbage, picking up garbage. I did my time in eighth grade when I cleaned up garbage on the side of the highway. I literally helped clean. So my summer job was to clean 100 miles of uh, I-5 up in Washington. (laughs) That was my summer job for two years. I did my time. I picked up miles of garbage. Do you know, do you, do you know how many piss bottles I picked up in fucking heroin needles? I got off this, I got off the streets for this country. Like I put in work, I did my time. So if I see a mask now, I mean, yeah, like maybe I could just use one of my poop bags and pick it up. Why I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'll report back on if I start doing that. Okay. Um, reply here is, this a she, her, her, she, her. Um, yeah, no, people should still be wearing them. The pandemic is not over. Not everyone is vaxxed and there's vaccines resistant. There's vaccine resistant variants. Your headline should read people aren't addicted to wearing masks. They have common sense and care about the safety of others. See, and here's an example of like, Oh my God. Like, the the masks have been debunked like you know what i mean it's more i think at this point it's a sign of respect it's like which sounds fucking stupid honestly like i'm like sick of hearing that too it's like oh i'm covering my face in public to respect other it's like i'm protecting we're all protecting each other from each other as you know it does sick of talk. Honestly, I'm just sick and fuck. I'm sick of talking about COVID. I'm sick of talking about masks. I'm sick of I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I don't even Here's the thing. If you're in public, okay. No. Don't go out in public if you're if you are at risk of dying of COVID. Period. If you're, if if that's not the case, go out, live your life, take the risk because we we need to yeah we all need to fucking move it. We need to get this country going. We need to revive America. Like it's getting old. So, um, the whole like wear your mask out of respect thing is kind of like okay. Max will do it this for the rest of 2021, but at some point it's like just do it if you're actually sick. Like I don't know. Um. I feel the worst for the people that work in, um, jobs where they have to wear them all day long. Like, that's terrible. Breathing through a mask for your entire shift. Shift? Oh, here's a reply. This is exactly why you can't take vice seriously as a news source. They label and pink groups into extreme corners. Liberals being subject to still wearing masks. Then they start piling on identity-based grievances. There are plenty of reasons to still wear a mask. This is Stephen. He's heated. This isn't over. Our ca- our cases only recently started in a decline as of a week ago. You still can get COVID post-vaccine. Moderna and Pfizer are 94-95% effective. That means there are that means that there is one out of twenty chance now. Oh, he numbered these. Three, one, two, three, three. There are concerns about the variants that are widespread. So I have a question or I have a thought. If, so we know what the survival rate is. For the most part, you get sick like when you get the flu. Like you get sick and every everyone's been sick before everyone gets sick. It's, a th- it's part of life. Okay, we get sick. So at what point it's these ideas about keeping everyone okay basically it's like at what point it's like they're trying to prevent everyone from getting everyone from catching COVID like you know the what am I trying to say yeah like some of the rules and regulations are it's as if we're trying to keep everyone from getting sick and it's that's impossible. That's not going to happen. Or like preventing every single death. That's impossible. That's not going to happen. Like go look up all the numbers of all the other ways of dying out there and compared to COVID. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of stupid that we're trying to, uh, keep this bitch, <sighs> keep this shit storm going. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. I really don't. <laughs> I can't do it. There's a sailboat out going out into the sunset right now. and uh, I wonder th- what those people are talking about. Um, if you are too fragile, that is... Wait. If you are fragile, that this was traumatizing, then you probably... This is a bad sentence probably are too fragile for the rest of the world what were the what were the replies to steven i need to look at covid desk may 2021 let's just do it or covid death rate And then, like, what was the the thing I heard? Like, people aren't getting the flu. Or, like, the common cold is just gone. Or whatever the fuck. Like, um, new cases and deaths. Let's do, um, show all. Oh, my God. Yeah, we had a little spike. We all knew the spike happened over the holidays. Like, over the winter time and it is so down now um like 246 deaths was that today and then you have to break all the other shit down like the comorbidities and then it's like I don't want to read. I, I'm so sick. I'm burned. I'm, like, really trying to, like, get through this episode at this point. I'm, like, why am I even on this topic? I just can't. It's, like, it makes me... Like, the other day, I forget, like, a couple of weeks ago, I said, like, hearing other people talk about COVID on a podcast and shit and just, like, reflect... Like, any any conversations about it make me feel sick. Like, I get nauseous just hearing about it. I'm, like, it puts me in such a bad place because I, I just... I am like, it it was such a bad year. I don't want to, I don't want to keep hearing about it. I don't, uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, (laughs) okay. Should I end the episode? I don't know. Um, I want to find out. Test taken. Wait. Uh, I can't do it. I can't look at a graph. I can't look at. I just can't. I read that the average deaths. Oh, this is California. Let's look at my state. Literally zero today. No deaths. Um, and then like over the last. Let's see, April was like. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Okay, wait. I'm on. Yeah, deaths. United States, California. Oh, that's San Diego County. I gotta do all of California. Okay, so today there were 22 deaths in California. And again, you got to break that shit down. Deaths by COVID, were these people in the hospital? Were they like full of fluid in their lungs? Were they, you know, like is it still that? Like, I don't know. Um, Let me go to CNN again here and look at the COVID tab. This is the last time I'm going to talk about the the pandemic. I swear to God, I can't keep doing it. This uh, traumatizing, what was it? The Vice article got me going. I think there's something to be said, though, about people liking the mask. I think I've heard this said before. Fuck. I'm probably repeating someone else's words here. But um, I think there's something to be said about the fact that people like the mask because they can hide. They can wear it and they can be anonymous and they, and they can go out in public and they don't have to it like especially like if you wear a hat and a mask like you're in the, like <laughs> you're in your own fucking world like you can really hide out and i like it for okay i'll be honest like it's good for my skin well actually there's well like not wearing makeup and having a mask on last year was nice. I also got really bad mask mask knee at first, but like you can kind of get away with bumming it. You can just like put on some mascara and like a hat and then you're, I don't know. It it was like nice. You didn't have to get your face all done up and snatched, like especially your lip gloss and your lipstick. And I don't know, but that's a dumb reason to like want to keep wearing the mask to like hide behind all your fucking insecurities or whatever or your social anxiety let's go where's the tab for COVID coronavirus oh well India is fucked so yeah it's legit Like, people I saw were washing up in the river, dead bodies over there. Fuck. I want top stories on U.S., not world. Here we go. pregnant pause. I don't really pause this much, but it's kind of a throwaway ending or throwaway segment. Like as soon as I started going on about the vice article, I just feel like I went downhill from there and I just started saying a bunch of fucking sh- shit in a washing machine. I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't understand why people are traumatized when their survival rate is 99% or whatever. And then uh, like, I don't know, but it, what do you think about what I said regarding like the two types of people out there? Cause it definitely seems like it's split like that where people believe what they see on the media and they, and those same exact people are also into like they're involved or they believe in all like that woke stuff happening and all the cancel culture stuff. Like they're usually on that side of things and they, are um like highly emotional about it all and uh they're the ones that are traumatized like the the article like the people I read on the article like there's those people and then I feel like there's the other side where they see the data they see through the bullshit of like the politicized or how a lot of the shit has is politicized and they question the media because they can they've been uh like they've Seen the lies year after year after year after year now, and they, yeah, they're not um they don't take the media and what they're reading or seeing as truth, and they're more like, I'd say, uh, realist like they're realist or realistic or logic like logical about it all versus emotional like there's logical people and there's the, the emotional people, and I just think that's the way it is, um. I'm just such a, at this point, and I don't know, like, why I've evolved to be this, or be this way, but I'm, I'm a skeptic, man. I'm a fucking, I'm skeptical about, like, everything. I just can't take, like, I, like, I can't take things as the truth. Like, I can't, I can't look at something I'm being fed from, um, the news anymore, and, go, oh, yeah, oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 that's it, that's what's happening, yeah. You gotta, like, I, I I. have to explore a little deeper, I have to think outside of the box a little bit more and look at the over, the, I have to zoom out and look at the big picture to form my opinions and, and to, like, get, I feel like that helps me, like, develop a stronger perspective on Th- this country what's ha- what's going on like when I zoom the fuck out because when you zoom in you can get really caught up in the bullshit and the the fake shit like the fake like or the fear mongering kind of stuff and the <sighs> I just don't watch the news that's why I don't watch the news California to effectively end mask mandate when state fully reopens next month Fuck yeah. Here we go. Yeah, just end the mask mandate. That's what I want to hear. This is a step for, this is a big step. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. <sniffs> Governor Gavin Newsom said California will effectively end its mask mandate next month when the state plans to, f- stupid hat, when the state plans to fully reopen after more than a year of covid-19 restrictions thank god in an on-camera interview with kttla reporter alex El- well that's a cool name alex not alex alex mickelson posted on twitter that the governor governor, <laughs> governor was asked asked jesus are we looking at masks after june 15 no only in those settings that are indoor... Only in those massively large settings... Where people around the world... Not just around the country... Are con- con- convening... Conv- conven- oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I just showed my uh, retardation there. Are convening... And when people are mixing in real dense spaces... Okay. Yeah, they... Um, but no mandates and no restrictions on businesses large and small. That's good. Yeah, think so. It's looking up for June. It's looking it's looking looking good. I remember, wasn't it last June when shit like reopened again like gyms and salons and then they immediately shut down after like 2 weeks. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to end the episode after I say this cuz I'm I'm totally totally done with it. I was looking at my old phone on my camera roll and I was looking through, yeah, like the, the pictures from 2020. I, what I, I don't know. I do this sometimes I go like month by month and I just reflect and I look back and I was like looking for pictures that maybe I could, um, airdrop to my new phone. And cause I didn't, I didn't, what do you call it? Sync my old phone to my new phone. I wanted it. I wanted a clean slate, a clean camera roll. So what I, when I was going through it, I was so tripped out by how every picture I was looking at from 2020, like back in March, April, May, June, like all of those pictures and those moments where I took those pictures felt like yesterday, like time, like I couldn't tell last year. I don't know if anyone relates to this. I couldn't tell if last year felt really fast or really slow. Like, I don't know, time was very strange last year. And I think we all had that, um, we're experiencing that, what was it, like the Groundhog's Day thing where every, it was like every day is the same, every, it was wild how like Sunday through Saturday was like one day. Yeah, especially because at first, um, when I was living at home and I lost my job and everything, like that was a weird time. But yeah, these pictures, I was like, oh my God, I just like there was a picture when I was walking through my neighborhood last March and I saw it and I'm like, that feels like that physically feels like yesterday. And I'm like, it's over, it's May I, over a year later. What the fuck? So anyways, um, excuse me. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. Um, that's the end of the episode. am going to wrap it up of a train wreck, but posted anyways, progress, not perfection, focus on progress, or focus on um, progress, yeah, focus on progress, not the end result, and for me, progress is getting an episode done every day, regardless of what I say, or how I feel about it, (sighs) this is one of those episodes, though, where I'm gonna be like, fuck, I didn't like the second half of it, but whatever. Hit that subscribe button if you want to hear the show every day. I podcast seven days a week. And if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash TJMS. And that will give you access to my exclusive content. You'll become an official member of the show. And you'll get a Friday shout out. So check it out over on patreon.com slash TJMS. All right, hope you had a great Tuesday and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, wait, that sucked. Bye. (laughs) Wait. Bye.